and welcome to Coffee with Casey, where we take a few minutes every week, look at the market conditions, um, talk about things that have happened throughout the week that I think everybody needs to know about. Hopefully the agents at Tampson Properties are listening up and this will help them get more deals for their sellers. And hopefully it helps buyers and sellers in the market today. So big week. Um, it is August the 26th, uh, rarely. I don't hope I don't brag too much. August the 26th, 2021, we just went over $100 million for the year. Um, $100 million is a massive goal for you to get for a year, but to achieve it and have sales and uh, homes under contract that exceed 100 million by August the 26th is pretty much off the charts. Um, we compare that to the rest of the market and I still think it's doing a lot better than that. So what was more um, kind of powerful was, and I say this to authenticate what I'm about to tell you all, because the market is shifting. And unless you shift with it or know what to do, then you could lose tens and 20, 30, $50,000. So there's a lot of money at stake. So the reason I authenticate our information is to, to just say, yes, we've gone over $100 million. So we know what we're talking about. Number two, in Vienna, one of our major markets, Homes over a million dollars. There's 50 of them under contract. 10 of them are ours. So 20% of the market share of homes under contract are our listings. So I'm going to show you homes under contract and you know percentage of homes under contract, which tells you the strength of the market. But over a million dollars in Vienna, right? You have us, our team, which has 89% of our homes under contract. Then you have the rest of the market, which is 50% of the homes are under contract. So, you know, it may come out that the market's doing better, but, you know, to be honest with you, I think it's just, we're getting our houses under contract and that's what's spiking that number up a little bit. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Donnie Sampson runs, effectively runs Sampson Properties and now has probably 4,700 agents. He may be getting close to 5,000 agents. He's opened up 35 offices. And so Donnie and I are numbers guys. And, um, and he said, the market is getting softer, the days on market, um, which prompted me to reevaluate. And we do that every Thursday here. We look at how many homes in a market are under contract. And um, the conversation was, well, maybe our market is different or better or whatever than the other markets. So we took a look, you know. Now, Samson Properties, Donnie's led this group to the number one real estate company in Fairfax, Loudoun, and Prince William County. So we've overtaken Long and Foster. And, um, and Donnie is really the spearhead of, of all of this. So, so I went ahead and took a look. So we're going to look at, you know, my, my message to him was soft market you know, a question mark, soft market. Um, and I'll tell you why, because if, um, what is it they say that if your neighbor loses his job, you're in a recession. And if you lose your job, you're in a depression. So it really depends on who lost their job, right? So it really depends on how we're doing. So if, if we're doing great, we think the market is doing great. Okay. And that's why every Thursday we dissect market segments with every listing we do. We dissect the market segments. We were in Edgewater and Burke last night. What does that market look like? How many homes are there on the market? How many homes are under contract? 
How aggressive can we be on pricing? How, you know, where do we end up? So all this information is important. So, so today's show, we're going to talk about soft market. And then I'm going to give you the secret and the reason why 90% of our homes are under contract, while maybe only 50% of the rest of the homes are under contract. And we're going to talk about the mistakes people are making that hopefully our agents won't make and our sellers and buyers won't make, okay? Um, and in that advice, I'm just gonna say that we had one home that sold for $2 million and we got, because of the way we priced it and did it, we got the sellers $150,000 premium and then turned right around and on the purchase of their house, use the exact same pricing strategy to go out and knock the price of the home they're going to buy, knock that down $200,000 from its original list price. So how do you get $200,000 off an original list price in a market like this? We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. And these are the mistakes. The other thing I'm going to hope we can get to is, is photography. Picture perfect is what I call it. Picture perfect. Pictures are critical, okay? When you look at a home online, just real briefly, when you look at a home online, look at the windows. The windows a lot of times look blurry and because what happens is 90% of the people use a thing called HDR photography. That means you take a flash. You know what the flash does to the window? Lights it up. So you can't see out that window. The technique we use, and it's used on the West Coast, and I brought it out here to the East Coast, uh, you know, with a couple of photographers, was um, you, you take the same picture seven, six, seven, eight times. And sometimes you flash to make sure the whole room is flashed. And sometimes you don't use any flash so you can get out the windows, same picture, you get out the windows. Now the windows are deep, clear, no, no glare, no nothing. And it looks beautiful. And then you just edit them all together. Before you know it, you have all the flash and then you have the, the windows and it looks beautiful. So this $2 million house we just listed, uh, Long and Foster had it on for 2.45 million and the windows were awful. And I knew exactly why. A, didn't clean them. B, had screens on them. C, didn't use this kind of photography, which will bring in the ambient light for the windows. So when you combine all that together, what happens? You put it on the market, you sell it for $150,000 premium the first weekend. So picture perfect, and we're gonna discuss that in a little while. Okay, so let's go to the market. We always do that, and I like to, like to see, and Donnie and I, my conversation was the market is slowing down, so let's take a look. Let's take a look and see if it is. So I'm going to share my screen with you guys. And we're going to see if we can find a few charts over here. And we're going to talk about slowing down. Okay, so let's look at this. So the way you decide whether a market is, is a buyer's market or a seller's market or is if there are 10 homes on the market, how many of them are under contract, right? So what percentage of the homes are under contract? Now, if there's only 30 or below, that's a buyer's market. You got 70% of inventory to look at. But once it gets up into the 40 to 50 range, now you're in kind of a neutral market. When you get to 60, that is a seller's market. That means 6.5 out of 10 houses are under contract. Now, why are the other 3.5 not under contract? Is because a lot of people don't fix their house up, overprice it, uh, sits on Dulles toll roads, you know, something's wrong with the house. So it's extremely healthy market. If you're looking at a 60% of your homes are under contract, 
So let's take a look at the three areas that Samson Properties is number one. And then the area that I talked about with us where we just, just dominated with 20% of the market share. So, so let's look at Loudoun County. What I've done is I've broken them up. Loudoun County is in the blue and I've broken them up into the smaller houses, the medium houses and the large houses, right? So the medium in Loudoun County may be 500 to 700,000 and then 700 to a million and then over a million, okay? So as you can see, the, the uh, you know, up to 700,000, actually up to a million dollars, under a million dollars, that is a strong seller's market. So if there is longer days on market, if there is problems, I'm gonna tell you why that is and how to fix that, okay? So over here, we'll go to Prince William County. Well, 68%, there's no excuse why a house stays on market is, is going up if you've got almost 70% of your homes under contract. I mean, that's just crazy. So 700 to a million, okay. So that's getting a little softer. And then down here, you've got over a million dollars in Prince William County, 50%. So I'm looking at Loudoun County saying, well, Loudoun County under a million is healthy as an ox. Over a million is okay. It's in a neutral market, one of the only in neutral market. But Prince William County, solid in the small, solid in the medium, solid in the large. So, you know, I'm kind of looking at that going, well, okay, that's not 70% or 80%. So I agree, days on market may be going up, but I'm gonna tell you in a second when I'm done with all this, why that's happening. Why is it soft? Why are days on the market? Why are people not getting the price anymore that they thought they would, okay? So let's look, uh, the third one is Fairfax County. So Fairfax County is not performing as well as Loudoun and uh, Prince William when it comes to homes under a million dollars. So, you know, there's five to 700, there's 700 to a million. So about even with this, not as good as, as Loudoun, but you can see clearly in the smaller price homes in Fairfax are not doing as well. Okay, whether that's overpricing, whether whatever, for whatever reason, okay, the dominant places are Prince William, Loudoun, and so Donnie's response to me was, I'm in a different market. Well, you know, we kind of deal in a lot of Fairfax County, some Loudoun and Prince William, but a lot of mostly Fairfax County. So, you know, we're going to argue about that until the cows come home, but I'm going to look at this and say, well, there's a reason that you know, they're at 68 and 65. And I think that that's more of a seller's market. So I'm going to talk to you about that in a second. So let's go, let's, let's open our scope up and let's find out what the small, medium and large, and you're going to see a trend here, right? So I've gone to Arlington, small, medium and large, right? So Arlington's not doing that well, to be honest with you. Um, you know, you're looking at really a neutral market closing in on a buyer's market. Over here in McLean, same thing. Look at the 35% of the homes over one, and this market is, uh, the larger homes are over 1.3 million. 35% of those homes are under contract. So in retrospect, 89% of our homes over 1.3 million is under contract. So, you know, so what's their problem? What, what is their problem? Why are you guys at 35%? There's no excuse for that. So let's go to Vienna. So Vienna, now we're starting to get a little heavier, you know, better, smaller, medium, 
We're in the 50s, mid-50s, upper 50s. We got to 60 on this. Now, I'm going to say that this, oops, let me get back to that. I'm going to say that that number right there is skewed. Because as I said, 20% of that market are our listing. So 89% of our stuff is under contract. The rest of the market is 50%, which was more in line with what the rest of the markets would be. So, so I normally, an agent doesn't take more than three, four, 5% of a market. I mean, come on, 5% is good. If I can get 5% of a market, that's good. Right now we have 20% over a million dollars. So so that's really strong. And I think that's actually skewed that number a little bit and, and made it higher than it really is. So, but you can see it's better than Arlington and McLean. So let's go out a little further. Let's go to Oakton. Okay, Oakton's not doing as well. Maybe 50-50 here, okay? Neutral markets. Now look at Oak Hill. As we start moving out West, okay? Now we go to Oak Hill. Now we're at 53, 58 for the middle, 95. So 20 homes. 21 homes in Oak Hill are over a million dollars. 20 are under contract. So 20 out of 21 homes are under contract in that particular market. Now, why are all these numbers important? Well, if you're selling a million dollar home in um, Oak Hill, I'm gonna be treating this a little different in pricing than I would if it was in Oakton, right? They're right next door to each other, right? So we've got to know what market I'm in. Last night we were in Burr. Okay, that's a whole different market. You got to re-dissect the whole market. Um, hay market, you got to dissect that market. Uh, Pat and I do a lot of business out in Centerville. So 36% of the homes over a million dollars in Centerville are under contract. And yet the last four or five pound of I've done out there, they've gone under contract the first weekend. Not bragging, just saying the systems I'm going to talk about here in a minute are the reason for that. So if you have you know, 70, 78% of your homes in Centerville are under contract under a million dollars. What the hell's going on over a million dollars? That's a problem. Look out here at Haymarket. 89% of the homes from 500 to 700,000 are under contract in Haymarket. 75% between 700 and a million are under contract. Okay, that's, this is a powerful, powerful seller's market out here. That's powerful, right? This is powerful. So I think what you're looking at is the farther out from the beltway you get, the better the market is. So that does not sink. And I know Donnie's numbers are exact and he sits on numbers. So this doesn't sink with what our conversation was talking about. So I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm trying to figure out what's wrong. Why, why is this that, first of all, why are these so high and then still saying that, you know, out, out there, it's, it's not as good as it is closer in. And why in the hell are homes over a million dollars not selling in these areas? So, so I'm going to, I'm going to tell you why. So we're pretty cool in the market, right? Everybody's got the market. We all know what it is. All right. So let me tell you why it is. All right. So homes come on for $1.1 million and they sell for $1.2 million, right? Had I listed the home for $1.2 million, I never would have got $1.2 million. So the problem is people are looking at new stats and they're pricing it at that number. Oh, my neighbor got 1.2, I'm gonna get 1.2. I never would have got 1.2 had I, I never would have got $1.2 million had I started at $1.2 million. 
the whole key is trying to get to the biggest buyer pool, to drive traffic into a listing, to generate multiple contracts, to bid the prices up as high as you can using highest and best offer strategy. So what people are doing, I don't care if you're 550 or 750 or a million or 1.6 million or McLean 2 million. If you overprice that house, not gonna sell. Right? It's just, it's just the way it is. You have to look at what it's worth. So last, last night I'm out in Burke and I'm looking at a house and it's like, well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's gonna sell at about 1.2 plus whatever the premium we get for this beautiful backyard. But you know, everybody listed under 1.5 million, 1.15 million, 115. So if you go over that, we may not get that 1.2, 1.25 plus. Now I can tell you that this strategy in June brought in an average of $137,000 per deal. So the strategy is don't put it at where you think it's going to be. Perfect example. I think we're going to get 1.45 for a house, but it's comps out at 1.3, but I think we're going to get one. So we did put it out for one, three, huge buyer pool, bumps it up to 1.5, yada, yada, yada. And that's, that's how you do it. So, so I would caution all the agents to don't look at the sales price. Look at the list price. What did all those homes list for? If you're in a neighborhood and everybody lists under 1.2 or everybody lists under 700,000, but they may settle for 750, 775, then tuck it under 700,000. Or for God's sakes, don't, if you're looking for 775, don't go over 750. Because the list price is only meant, only meant to drive traffic. Now, let me tell you some results of that one. So we had a couple this weekend and they were hoping for 1.25. So my advice was none of these houses listed over 1.2. So let's stay at 1.99, 1199. So we did 65 people. And this again, you know, again, when, when, when your neighbor loses his job, it's a recession. When you use your job, it's a depression. We had 67 showings on that house. We had 20 contracts on that house. And get this, are you ready? So this is kind of the news. As these markets, years from now, will be telling stories. Here's the story that happened this week. It's pretty damn funny. So we had a lot of contracts that came in, 20 contracts came in. Obviously, we're going to get a price. We're going to get way in excess of what our list price is, far in excess of what the sellers wanted. And the winning buyer, bidder, also threw in a week in Naples, Florida with plane tickets and two weeks in Sedona, Arizona. Now, I don't know if you've been to Sedona, Arizona, but it's the Red Rocks of Sedona and they're beautiful. And that's a great place to go on vacation in the late fall. So anyways, not only did we get 65 showings, 20 uh, contracts and vacations, um, again, so my question is, Slowing down, well, oh, we, it's slowing down because people are overpricing their houses. People are looking at what the final price is and that's where they're pricing it at. Okay, that's where they're pricing it at and nobody's coming. So here's a way of doing something. Test this out. First, 
when you're pricing houses, Samson agents do what we do. And that is look at the list price and let's focus on what people ask and what they got, okay? We know where it's gonna come in at. We're looking for a big buyer pool, that's number one. Number two, be very thoughtful on your predictive analysis. So we put our houses on the market for seven days. They go on coming soon. People look at them on coming soon. They stand in line when they get, go active. I can see them standing in line by lining up showings. I can also see how many people favorite, tell it or talking to their agents. Hey, I like this house. I like this house this is my favorite. So I can see how many favorites, I can see how many phone calls we get. I can see how many agents are trying to get contracts in prior to us launching the deal. I can see how many people. So I see all this activity in a seven day period. The Tuesday before we launch, we call the seller and say, we got the market, let her rip, right? And the reason why I told the seller of the last house, let's not try 1.25. I don't wanna waste time. Let's just try 199. We saw we had 18 favorites or 16 favorites. We knew we were gonna get murdered with the contracts and we did, and we did. But had we gone on at 1.25, we wouldn't have got those contracts. I'm just telling you, we might've had a few, but I don't think we go to 1.3. I don't think we get a Naples vacation. I don't think we go to Sedona vacation, not us, but them. So, so you need to really be thoughtful. Now we looked at it at 1.99. We had all the, all the stars were aligned. We said, we're good to go. Let's launch. We launched 67 shows. So sometimes, um, perfect example, we just settled on a house right now at one, six, five, we launched it at 1.5 and the coming soon at 1.55 did not work. I was not getting the traffic. I wasn't feeling the love from the market. I just didn't get that kind of response. So I said, okay, we can't go off at 1.55. We need to go off at 1.5. We went off at 1.5. We got 1.65. That settled today. Okay, so that's 150,000. Please remember this one thing if you're a real estate agent or you're a seller or whatever. You cannot overprice a house. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Cut, splice this back in. You cannot underprice a house. If a house is worth 1.4 and you said 1.3, 1.35, you're still going to get 1.4 plus. I mean, it could go to 1.5. The you cannot underprice a house. It's it's totally impossible. But if you overprice it. If I went off at 1.6, I would have got nothing. I got nothing at 1.55. So I got nothing at one point. I would have got nothing at 1.6. So how did I went off at 1.6? I ended up getting less than 1.5. I would guarantee you I would get less than $1.5 million. And I get it 30, 60 days down the road, right? But by going at 1.5, I got 1.65 and I got it in the first weekend and I got no home inspection, no contingencies. They're renting back for 60 days, blah, 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 blah. You cannot underprice a house. You can only overprice it. That's the only mistake you can make in this market. Only mistake, except one. I'm gonna tell you that right now. All right. Pictures are very important. We all know that. That's, there's no denying that, okay? People are gonna see your house online. Everybody uses flash photography when they take them. When you use flash photography, it wipes out the windows. Let me see if I can find something real quick. Let me, let me, let me go off script here. 
I'm just going to go to one of my quick listing presentations. I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to show you guys something here. Nope, not my offense. I'm going to jump onto a listing presentation here real quick. I'm just going to grab one. This is one from Burke. But I want you to see the difference in the pictures that the photography we use and the photography everyone else uses. All right, can everybody see that? It's coming. Coming or not, let's go. Okay, all right. So when we look out windows, see how the window fogs out? That's the way they should be. So if you use this, let me go back to this one, this one. I don't know why that one picture isn't coming in, but I'll, I'll fix it. All right, so this is, see how the windows are kind of blurred out? See how sharp they are? See how sharp everything is? This is using seven pictures with flash, but using ambient light for the windows and then combining them to give you that look. They're here, okay? This is the $2 million house we just sold, okay? Can you see the floors are faded? Can you see the windows are, are faded? Because the flash does that. That's what it should look like. Now, this is using the photography. You can see the um, trim better. Uh, we replaced a carpet with a more hip carpet. Um, you can't see the fade because we put a carpet in here to kind of not, not hide anything, but not make it so dramatic. Okay, and look at those windows. So people are here for these windows. Now there's a, about $400,000 worth of pool and everything in the backyard, but look at the way it looked before. Is that awful? That's flash photography. This is a bedroom. Look at the windows. This is ambient light. This is flash. So, so when you use ambient color, ambient uh, photography, instead of flash photography, that's what you get. So, you know, I guess the moral of the story is, can you do something wrong other than, oops, let me get rid of that. Can you do something wrong other than uh, overprice it? The answer is yes, you can take crummy pictures. I think it's the reason why 20% of the homes under contract right now in Vienna are Casey Sampson team listings because we take great pride in, in making sure that those pictures are awesome. And Julie builds this beautiful website for every house. So they have nice websites. And then we, you know, use geofencing and Google ads to get that out, get the address 10101waterside.com, get that to everybody, all ships at sea. So, we're in, uh, we're in um, uh, um, Burke last night. So their Burke buyers aren't coming from Burke to buy a $1.2 million house. They're just not going to do it. The buyers are coming from Alexandria, Arlington, and DC. They're looking in Vienna and Oakton right now. The, 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 the marketing has got to prepare the home correctly, film it with the ambient lighting, show how beautiful that backyard is with the ambient lighting. Then create the web page and, and 
find everybody from Arlington, Alexandria, and, and Washington, D.C., Vienna, you know, looking at Vienna, Oakton, and all those areas. And when they say, show me a 1.2, then geofencing grabs them. Google Ads will place it right on their Wall Street Journal or their Facebook feed. And before you know it, they think they're looking in Vienna, but we're showing them an ad in Burke. And they're like, oh my God, look what you can get in Burke for $1.2 million. It's incredible. It's this massive house with this bad back, badass backyard. And it's only 1.2, which will go about 1.25. So, you know, I guess my point is you've got to do it all if you want to compete. You've got to do it all, okay? You can't use that flash photography. That's horrible. That's awful. Now, that was on a $2 million house on one of, and I'm not going to say what company it was, um, but one of their top agents. And if you look around, you can tell the difference. When you look at homes, you can look at them now and say, they're using ambient photography and they're using uh, flash. So you can tell, right? Now, all you people that watch my show, all four of you that watch my show, know that if you look at homes online, you can look at the windows and tell me what, what kind of photography that is. Now, it also, you know, that kind of photography also helps with the trim and the flooring and everything else. But your buyers, like I said, that bar in Burke, uh, in Burke this is how well you know Burke. So I'm not, not that well, but that's not where my buyers are coming from. My buyers are coming from Alexandria. They're coming from Arlington. They're coming from DC and they're looking in Vienna and they're looking in Falls Church and they're looking in McLean. And we're going to pull them out here. Why? Because they can't find their house out there. They can't find what they're looking for. And they've been looking. A lot of buyers are now stopping looking for houses because they've lost four, five, or six houses. They're just pulling out of the market. They're just out, you know, they're just tired. So, and I don't blame them. I mean, it, it is hard, but next week we're going to talk about flipping that. So let's take advantage on the buyer side that people are overpricing their house. Like Donnie said, days on market go up. Hey, when we go out looking for something, you don't think we got 200,000 off the original list price in the first weekend it went on the market. We looked at a house that made a mistake I said, the agent, how did you price that house? Well, that's what they want. Okay. Okay. That's the worst question. That's the worst answer in history, but that's okay. So it allowed us to come in, prove our price, fight it down. And before we know it, we're buying a house at a $200,000 under list price. So, so, you know, sellers don't overprice. Buyers, find somebody who overpriced and let's come in after 60 days and let's start negotiating that and start working that price down. So it's an interesting market. It's a great market. What happened this weekend is something we'll be talking about for a long, long time. Uh, both going over a million, a hundred million dollars, capturing 20% of the market share in Vienna or a seller that got a trip to Naples, Florida and a trip to Sedona, Arizona. And I always, and I ask myself, well, what are you gonna talk about every Thursday? I don't know. It's like, well, a pretty dang good week. And, Pretty interesting. So I hope this helps you guys. My name is Casey Sampson. I'm at Casey at CaseySampson.com. My phone number is 703-508-2535. If you need some help, give me a call. Congratulations to Morgan and Colby, and Pat and Billy and Pam and Kelly, the agents on my team for getting this thing over hundred million. We all work in lockstep together for Julie for doing such incredible marketing for Michelle doing all her 
back office work that keeps us rolling. Uh, she's the one that does all the newsletters for you all. And thanks to all the sellers that decided to go with us and put their faith in us. And I just want everyone to know, when you put your faith in our team, I don't care if it's a $200,000 condo or a $2 million house, it's balls to the walls, man. It's, it's throw the throttle down and let's throw everything we have at it to get the best price we possibly can. That might be why we went over $100 million this week. So thanks, guys. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Michelle. And thanks to the agents. And thanks to our sellers. See you next week, guys, on Coffee with Casey. Again, Casey at CaseySampson.com. 703-508-2535. You can see all of our podcasts at CaseySampson.com slash podcast. All right. See you next week, guys.